When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Tess Vigland, and you're listening to As We Work. We're getting ready to drop another episode on Tuesday, this one about pay transparency. But in the meantime, I wanted to share a conversation I had on another journal podcast, Your Money Briefing. I had a great time chatting with uh, my new colleague, J.R. Whalen, about this show, about my own background as a personal finance and business reporter, and about the time I left my dream job, which was long before the Great Resignation began. Plus, I drop a few hints about what you can expect in future episodes of As We Work. So coming up in just a minute, we're bringing you that conversation in this feed. Hope you enjoy. Join the Wall Street Journal at the Future of Everything Festival on May 21st to 23rd in New York City, where diverse global newsmakers share unique perspectives on navigating a changing world. Immerse yourself in live performances, explore pioneering technologies, and indulge in the city's inventive culinary scene. As a podcast listener, enjoy 20% off current ticket rates with code PODCAST. Visit wsj.com slash f-o-e-f podcast to secure your spot. Tess Vigland has spent three decades as an award-winning public radio reporter and host, including 11 years covering personal finance at the business and economics show Marketplace. Now, Tess is with us. She's the host of a new podcast from the Wall Street Journal about all the ways that work and how we think about it are changing. It's called As We Work, and we've got Tess here to tell us what we can expect. Tess, thanks for joining me today. So happy to be here, JR. Thanks for having me. So Tess, tell us a bit about you. You've been covering business and personal finance for a long time. I have. And I mean, that has spanned everything from the aftermath of 9-11 to the financial crisis of 2008, the housing market bust, and then the housing market boom after that. And I, for a a big chunk of that time, I hosted a call-in show about personal finance. And I really loved talking to people and trying to bring them resources, bring them knowledge about, you know, this topic of money, which is A, something that is usually quite awkward for people to talk about, and B, also hard to manage. So basically, my favorite thing is to talk to people, to interview people. And so kind of leading up to what we're talking about on this new show, you know, careers are often difficult to talk about. It can be awkward to talk about your workplace. So I feel like a lot of what we covered in personal finance um, is really informing how I'm seeing as we work our, our new show um, in terms of being there to help people and hoping to create a community of people telling their stories about their work and their lives and the role of work in their lives. 
But not only have you covered this, you've also experienced it on a personal level. You wrote a book called Leap, mm -hmm. leaving a job with no plan B to find the career and life you really want. But here's the thing. You were on to this idea long before record numbers of people left their jobs in the past two years. <laughs> yes. Uh, I like to say I was a quitter before quitting was cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I left my dream job uh, about a decade ago. And I left Marketplace without having anything else lined up. Um, all sorts of reasons for that decision. But uh, suffice it to say, a decade ago, it was crazy town like to do something like that. It was, people would look at me like I had two heads. And um, I think that is certainly not the case now. And with the great resignation, the big quit, whatever you want to call it, it's becoming almost normal. And I'm heartened to see that because one of the things that happens when you leave your career in a way that you didn't think you were going to is that kind of the world opens wide for you and you have a chance to get a little bit of perspective on that role of work in your life and what you want that to mean. And so it's really interesting to see what's happening now in the wake of the pandemic, which, you know, gave people time to sit and think a little bit about what they wanted to do. Right, right. So so what's different about your own experience versus what's been happening over the past couple of years? Yeah, you know, I would say a decade ago, the, 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 the reactions that I got were, oh, no, you're going to have the, a huge gap on your resume. Uh, oh, no, you're leaving the ladder and you're never going to be able to get back. Oh, no, you're off-ramping and you're never going to be able to get back. And now over the last, what, year and a half or so, um, it's become almost trendy to leave your job, to have a bit of a rethink about what you want to do, where you want to take that career. Is it right for you? Is it something that you want to rethink? And for management, it's a time to think about, you know, what kind of workforce is going to work best for you. People are taking their careers, they're taking their jobs into their own hands. And if things aren't going the way they hope, they, they feel empowered to leave, sometimes doing so on a TikTok, which did not exist when I left my job uh, 10 years ago. So it is a sea change, uh, I would say. And I think it's unknown right now how much of this is going to last, right? Nobody does. But if people and their employers have taken this time to really think about the relationship that they have to each other, to think about what work means in the context of a life, that's a whole lot of perspective that I would argue 10 years ago, people did not have. Yeah, this, this is like a brave new world. It is. It is. And you know, uh, we in fact, we talked to one woman uh, for one of our episodes uh, about women and ambition in their careers and how that has changed or not changed over the over the span of the pandemic. And we spoke to one woman, Nicole Johnson Scales, for one of our episodes, and she left a, a 20 year career in banking to focus on her own executive coaching business. And I think she put this in a really powerful way. COVID enabled me to breathe. It allowed me to recognize what I want in my life and what I no longer wanted. You've probably, you may have heard this phrase, the pandemic epiphany. Oh, yeah. And she had one uh, last year in 2021 and made a decision about her career 
uh, based solely on what was happening to her at that time in the pandemic. So, you know, Tess, this sounds like it was a bit of a reset for everybody. Mm, yeah, I think that's a good word for it. Reset, a rethink. Um, and again, as Nicole says, it, part of it is because we had time. Um, I mean, obviously not everybody had a ton of time all the time. Sometimes our lives actually got more filled because our houses were filled. But it was a time where, you know, you saw what could happen in an instant to your life, to the life of your family and your friends and the life of your fellow citizens around the world. And those are always opportunities to, you know, take a temperature, see where you are in your life. Is it satisfying for you or is it time for a change? And again, one of the, I would say, very few silver linings of having a pandemic is that people did feel like they had an opportunity to have that conversation with themselves, with their loved ones, and figure out really what's best for them. And hopefully, at least take a step toward acting on that. So I guess all this brings us to the new podcast you're launching, As We Work. Talk about the show a bit and and how you hope to cover this moment moving forward. And and, and what can listeners expect? Yeah, it really is. You know, part of that is is a crystal ball. We don't really know how things are gonna how things are gonna shake out as we move forward past the pandemic. Um, but we're taking a look at how those how the changes that have come about. Um, have prompted people to have that reset that, that you mentioned, um, have prompted employers, workplaces to have that reset and try to, to rethink what work should look like within the context of our lives. Um, we're really trying to build a community of people who want to tell the stories about their work uh, within their lives, about their careers and the decisions that they've made or plan to make. We're hoping to provide, I think, a lot of perspective on this moment in time, because this moment is not easy, um, I think, for anyone. Um, and so also providing practical advice on things like, how do you talk to your boss about burnout? Uh, what the office of the future should look like, or if, if we should even call it an office anymore. And as an example, uh, we talked with one of our work-life columnists here at the Wall Street Journal about the awkwardness of returning to the office. Oh, yeah. Let's hear her advice. Uh, Rachel, may I shake your hand? Do you want a hug? What? You got to ask first, Tess, you know, um, <laughs> and I don't know. I might go for the, the elbow thing. So clearly, Jr. when, when I finally meet you in the office, uh, I, I don't know what we're going to do, but it's probably going to be awkward. So we're trying to help with those sorts of things on the show. Well, I think there'll be elbows involved. I know that. OK, sounds good. <laughs> And whether we're talking about careers or life or work-life balance or your job, so much about this comes back to money, which yeah. of course is of interest to our listeners. And so how does the issue of money come up in the topics you'll be discussing in As We Work? Yeah, certainly workers right now are feeling their oats, uh, asking not just for more money, but a bunch of other benefits on the job like remote work or you know, coming in two to three days a week, something like that. And also a new push for pay transparency, um, where people are putting their salaries on Twitter and companies are trying to figure out how to deal with this. Yeah, I've seen a lot of that on, on Twitter. It, it, there is a lot of it, and it is somewhat controversial. And I will say, as the former host of a personal finance show like you, I'm really hoping that people have learned from some of the savings that they've been able to do over the span of the pandemic, uh, maybe that allowed them to quit or change their jobs. Money is freedom. 
And so the more that you can have yourself a backstop for these kinds of decisions that so many people are running up against or making right now, it just provides you that freedom. Uh, and I think it is directly related to being able to make those decisions about work and what it means in your life. Well, I'm looking forward to it, Tess. I'm looking forward to listening to uh, to the series and really happy that you're with us. Tess, thank you so much for joining us both on the show and the team. JR, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. New episodes of As We Work will be available every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Eastern. You can listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And that's your Money Briefing. I'm J.R. Whalen for The Wall Street Journal. And new episodes of Your Money Briefing are available every weekday morning. Be sure to check it out.